Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Hey guys, I have a podcast that I think you'll really enjoy. Proof, the investigative true crime podcast co-hosted by Susan Simpson of Undisclosed and Jacinda Davis of Evil Lives Here is releasing its highly anticipated second season where they investigate the murder of 18-year-old Renee Ramos. The first season, which if you haven't listened to yet, you totally should, saw the release of two Georgia men serving life sentences for murdering their friend, Brian Bowling. And thanks to evidence unearthed by proof, on December 8th, 2022, both Daryl Lee Clark and Kane Joshua Story were finally freed after 25 years behind bars. With that same investigative drive, Susan and Jacinda are on the case again, and this time, they are on the streets of Manteca, California, to find out who really killed Renee Ramos. In proof, murder at the warehouse, you hear how, on June 5th, 2000, Renee's body was found buried beneath a pile of debris inside a new Home Depot building. And how, despite tips hinting at alternate suspects, her boyfriend, 18-year-old Jake Silva, and 33-year-old Ty Lopez were arrested and convicted of her murder. Fans of true crime and investigative series won't want to miss this riveting new season. Follow the case as Susan and Jacinda uncover long-overlooked evidence about what really happened to Renee, by listening to Proof, Murder at the Warehouse, wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode is sponsored by Podcorn. I recently started using Podcorn as a way to earn some extra money while still doing what I love, creating this podcast and putting it out there for you guys to listen to for free. It's how I've been finding episode sponsors and great companies to work with. So, if you are a fellow podcaster, listen up. Podcorn is a marketplace where you can find and connect with some amazing sponsorship opportunities, such as host-read ads, like this one, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. The best part? There's no middleman. No matter how big or small your podcast is, you can find the right fit for you. And something that I personally love is that you submit the proposals. So you always work with brands you enjoy and feel passionate about. You set your own rates and collaborate with the brand directly, ensuring you maintain creative freedom and full control. You never have to give up the rights to your podcast and its contents. And if there's ever a problem, Podcorn is there to support and help you every step of the way. You can feel safe with your creative baby. So if this sounds like a great opportunity for you, 
and it should, click the link in my show notes and start browsing all the brands in the Podcorn Marketplace. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. When arrived, they found the telephone and electricity lines. The weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. We have heard time and time again about mass murderers or family annihilators who, at the end of their massacre, take their own lives. How, with their life, goes our ability to understand a motive, or, in the very least, let family members get their closure. On June 9, 2007, a man named Ambrosio Analco Ramirez took the lives of almost everyone living in his ex's apartment. And, at the end of it all, took his secrets with him to the grave. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Residents of a Delavan, Wisconsin neighborhood woke on the morning of June 10, 2007 to tragic news. While they all slept, a 911 call came in reporting an attack that took the lives of Nicole McAfee, 19, her sister Ashley Heretta, 21, friend Vanessa Iverson, 19, and Nicole's six-month-old twin boys, Isaiah and Arginus. The last body found in the apartment was a man named Ambrosio Analco, 23, and according to the 911 call, he was the man who was at the center of this brutal attack. The only people to survive the massacre were Ambrosio and Nicole's two-year-old daughter, Jasmine, who was in critical condition after a shot to the chest, and Casper Heretta, Nicole's brother-in-law, who escaped from a window and called police. According to Casper, Ambrosio came to his ex's home to drop off the children just after 9 p.m. on June 9, 2007. There was an altercation that resulted in the shooting of almost everyone in the apartment. But, according to those who knew Ambrosio, they found it hard to believe that he would have hurt his children. They were his world, and he loved them very much. Yet, those who were close to Nicole stated that Ambrosio was a violent man and that she had been seen on occasion with bruises on her face. Though there are no reports to back up his violence, we know the sad reality is that many do not report their abusers. Some say that, after threatening Nicole with violence, if he ever found out that she was unfaithful, Ambrosio found a letter from another man and flew into a rage. However, on the night of the 9th, neighbors heard no yelling, just gunshots. They thought it might be early 4th of July fireworks and thought nothing of it. Not until the following morning when cop cars surrounded their neighborhood. The jealousy and possibly the child support Ambrosio had to pay could have been possible motives for the attack. But as is the case when the attacker takes his own life, we are left to fill in the blanks and only assume what his motive may have been. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on June 10th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.